Welcome to TRC Talks, a podcast by The Reynolds Company, an authorized distributor for Rockwell Automation. This show features conversations with the automation specialists from The Reynolds Company, explaining the evolving landscape of products, services, and solutions for industrial controls and automation. Welcome back to the podcast. This is Brad Freeman, and today's episode is a conversation which I had with Mike Lehman and Jason Dahlberg, both who work for Advanced Safety and Energy. We dive into all things related to ArcFlash safety, and this is one of my favorite discussions that we have had since we began this podcast. Now, don't forget about our live webinars on June 9th. We have a networking update on the Stratix 5800 managed switch, and that is a continuation of the discussion that we had on our most recent podcast episode. Thank you again for listening. Please enjoy this conversation between Jason, Mike, and myself. Welcome back to the podcast. Thanks everyone for tuning in. So far, what Wayne and I have been doing with TRC Talks has been interviewing guests either from the Reynolds company or from Rockwell Automation. Obviously, they're our major partner. However, it's really our end goal to be solving our customers' problems, and that means developing relationships with other partners who have expertise which can be valuable to us and ultimately valuable to our customers. So in that vein, I am talking today with Jason and Mike from ASE, that is Advanced Safety and Energy, and they are one of those partners. I will let them introduce themselves and their company now, and then we'll be diving into today's discussion of Arc Flash Safety. Mike. Well, uh, first off, uh, thanks, Brad, for having us. It's great to be here to explain uh, what we can do to help you guys out. I've been with Advanced Safety and Energy for five years, business development manager out of Woodstock, Ontario, A, and just really glad to be here and I'm looking forward to uh, sharing some of our experience with you guys in order to help you out. Awesome. Thanks, Mike. And Jason, you're up next. Yeah, Brad, thanks for having us on. Jason Dahlberg with Advanced Safety and Energy. I'm the operations manager for our electrical safety services division. Been with ASE since 2011, and I am out of the greater New Orleans, Louisiana location. Additionally, I will say this. Jason and Mike are by far the two most prepared guests I've had on the podcast so far. As we are sitting here recording, I have a multi-page Word document that Mike put together of here are the important things that we need to be talking about. And I love it. Uh, I think it's going to be a great discussion today. I think it's going to be really valuable in helping our end users um, and even us internally at the Reynolds company understand what do we need to be looking for at our customers to help them move in the right direction around safety. So The first question is kind of a broad one. Again, it's one I threw over to Mike and Jason a few weeks ago, and and they'd given me some thoughts on different directions we could go with it. But very broadly speaking, it's how do our customers even begin to tackle arc flash safety? It's an important thing, obviously, but it's a very broad and diffuse topic. So really what part of you know, what does arc flash study play in and why do we do it? I guess is a a real good question. And First and foremost, 
It's to improve the workplace safety. We want to make sure that the regulatory compliances are are covered. That's what the deliverable is expected from any arc flash study. We also like to uh, really bring up uh, the training aspect. Uh, training is the most important part of any arc flash study. Uh, without the training, uh, understanding of the people who work with this gear day in and day out, without that training, the study is actually meaningless. The identification of the hazard behind each of the panels and the proper PPE required when going into these panels is all included in the training. So, Mike, I heard you say two different concepts there. I heard you talk about workplace safety and regulatory compliance. Now, I'm going to share a side note. A maintenance manager who I worked with in the Harrisonburg, Virginia area. John, if you're listening to this, give me a call. I'd, I'd love to have you on the podcast. But he said to me, my first goal is to have my team safe. And my second goal is to make sure that the facility is compliant. Both obviously very important but the compliance serves safety where I think sometimes we get it mixed up where we're just looking to check boxes. Is there anything that comes to mind around that perspective when we're looking at doing an arc flash study, training our team, et cetera? First and foremost is that we send our associates, our team members home every night safe. That's our number one goal. The compliance is just a step through for that with us. I mean, the regulations are the regulations, but we really want to make sure that uh, our people are safe during and they get to go home uh, at the end of the day uh, with all party parts appendages. And when we talk about arc flash, it is such a, a catastrophic event. And like in the U.S., I'm not sure if people really understand, but in the U.S., there's going to be five to seven recordable arc flash incidents today. Those are recordable incidents where somebody went, had breakfast, went and did some maintenance on a panel, uh, wasn't wearing the proper PPE or was, we really hope they are, opened up a panel and the incidental energy that was stored behind that panel arced forward because they were the first opportunity of ground and created an actual explosion. I mean, we've all seen them on the internet where people are, are severely injured. Most uh, end up in fatality. When we hear that people don't even know about the left-hand rule to open panels, it, it becomes very evident that the training and the severity of this arc flash mystery it really needs to be educated to everybody out there. And that's what we hope to do uh, today and always, uh, obviously. So I'm going to ask the obvious next question is, what is the left-hand rule? So yeah, that's a great question. Uh, glad you asked. So the left-hand rule is uh, most uh, electricians, well, journeymen should know, but when you're going to a panel, most people, if they're, they're not very familiar, will put their hand up, the back of their hand up to a panel to see if it's hot. If it's hot, they should never open it. If they can open it, if it's not hot, you stand facing the panel, your, your left hand extended as far as it can away from your body so that if in fact there's an arc flash incident, you will not be standing directly in front of that panel. And therefore you'll uh, be out of harm's way as far as the actual blast is concerned. I mean, it's all scary, but 
It's a rule that uh, uh, rookies are taught that the seniors um, most of the time do. A lot of people really don't even know what's all, what it's all about. Okay, so we've talked a little bit about this so far where workplace safety is incredibly important. Being compliant in service to keeping your team safe is incredibly important. But how do we know what steps are actually needed to be moving in that direction to be making your workplace more safe? So there's a couple of different things and options that you can do. One, the first thing is, is to get an actual arc flash study completed. And how to get that done, there's a couple of different ways we can do that on a sales perspective. So to get an actual arc flash study completed or to get a proposal generated to get pricing for a study, we can get one lines from the customer. So existing one line diagrams from the customer. If the facility does not have existing one lines, we have a arc flash questionnaire that gives some information that the customer can can put down about their facility and give that back to the Reynolds sales team and in turn turn that into ASC and we can we can generate a proposal that way. So another way to figure out if the facility has had an arc flash study done is if the sales team who's at the facility or walking through the facility, they can check the electrical panels to uh, see if there's any arc flash labels affixed to those panels. If there there are, then they've obviously had a, a arc flash study completed there before. And if they take a closer look, they can actually see a date that should be printed on the label. It's a NFPA 70 requirement. Based on that date, we can tell if they're in compliant. 70E states that facility must have an arc flash study completed within five years. So if, for instance, the date of a label is 2016, then five years would be 2021, which they would be due for an arc flash reassessment. Okay, so if we know that's the timeline for an arc flash study to be done, what about keeping your team trained? What's the needed timeline there? Is there any records requirement for finding out who's had that and who has not? So 70E also states that arc flash training should be done every three years. And they say every three years because the standard changes or is updated every three years. So the latest 70E standard just came out this year, 2021. The next one will be in 2024. So it fits within the three-year guidelines of the, the updates on the standard. They also state, as you make changes to your distribution, significant changes to your electrical distribution, those maintenance staff or electricians should get updated arc flash training. So every three years is a requirement, but it's also required to get training if you make significant changes to your electrical distribution. So I think that's some great discussion around the big ticket items in there. What's an arc flash study? How often does it need to be done? How often do we need to keep our team trained up? But from a more granular perspective, what's the day-to-day, the month-to-month, the year-to-year? How do we be managing this sort of a safety program? So ASC, we offer two cost-competitive solutions. One is to do arc flash updates. And arc flash updates... What I mean by that is when the facility makes changes to their distributions, whether they're adding new equipment, new transformers, 
new distribution panels or if they're making any kind of revisions, we can do ArcFlash updates. And those updates are to include all of the electrical uh, equipment that has been recently added or changed since we did the initial study. We would go back as the facility makes those changes, we would record and document all of the newly installed or modified equipment into the existing one lines, brand new arc flash labels affixed to that equipment. And then you'd also get a brand new final deliverable set. So you get updated one lines and also updated arc flash report, which has recommendations on how to mitigate those higher hazardous locations. That is option number one or solution number one. Solution two, what we offer is an annual maintenance program. So it's an annual on-site visit. We'll document and record any changes made to the distribution, just like we would with the updates. We would record all of the newly installed equipment or modified equipment, update the one lines, update the reports, get you new labels. But and, and that's done annually. And you also get 12 live virtual training sessions with that program. Those are scheduled monthly and those are rotated through three shifts. So you get first, second, and third shift. We also host a quarterly conference call and that's to track equipment with the point of contact at the facility just to go over what changes they've made every quarter. And they document that in a tracking spreadsheet that we will provide. They also get unlimited electrical engineering support. The electro engineer that compiled the reports and completed all the rec recommendations within the report, they'll have full access to them to go over anything electrically related to arc flash and mit mitigation and recommendation purposes. So those are our two cost competitive solutions on how to continually keep the customer compliant with 70E and OSHA. I feel like you very much answered my first question, which is how do customers even start to tackle this topic? And the answer is you guys have put together a good program where we can plug right into that and be using these cadences, these tracking spreadsheets, these reviews to make sure that the right information is getting to the right people at the right time to maintain safety. Absolutely. I'll really open up the end of our discussion here to the flip side of the coin, the side of this discussion that in my mind either never gets talked about or gets talked about too much. And that's the financial factors and the financial benefits of implementing a program like this. The financial aspect is always a little bit of a tough point. A lot of people are, are saying, you know, we don't have budget for, we don't know what this is. But in actual fact, with a good arc flash study, we absolutely can improve machine availability. And that's done through the coordination study aspect. It, it will definitely limit nuisance trips, which will keep you up and available. The improved mean time to repair Again, it's a corrective action for all the overdutied equipment, and we can catch that in those mean time to repair aspect. And then, of course, improve mean time between failures uh, with uh, stuff like thermal Im imaging and predictive maintenance. We can help you be aware of in between failure times. Uh, along with, with the financial aspect, 
Insurance companies are not are now following up closer and requesting arc flash studies. The studies along with the training. They need them to be completed in compliance for what they call due diligence. If heavens forbid that you have an incident, the first thing that people are going to look for, OSHA, uh, CSA here in Canada, they're going to find out if you're up to date on your training and if you're up to date on your arc flash study. And if you are not up on the training, it's it's not going to really end well for you because you have not done your due diligence. You've not protected your people the way that we would like, the way that everybody talks about. And with our annual maintenance program, that takes the onus off of the maintenance manager, the engineering manager, the plant manager, in not only making sure that their people are properly trained, but there is a record of that training. So if there is an incident, we go to the records and it's said that Mike had his training on July of 2020, and here's the documents to prove that. That way, the company can move forward and and complete the due diligence and make sure that their people are safe throughout. Something I've seen frequently, maintenance managers and engineering managers are often given reactive issues. That when there's a problem, it's thrown on their plate. And this can pull their attention away from being proactive and managing things in a forward-looking way. This study, followed up by an annual maintenance program like what we've talked about, I think really takes that away from being reliant on someone who is going to be invariably going to be caught up in those breakdown issues in keeping a plant running on the day-to-day. And by having a program set up where Jason and Mike and your entire team is making sure that these things are happening on a regular cadence, it just does that work for the customer so that they know that that is going to be taken care of. Proactive rather than reactive is something that we've preached in this podcast in in many different things, in asset management, in life cycle and obsolescence management, in risk mitigation, and then here in arc flash safety. If we can find ways to help our customers be more proactive and make sure that they're ahead of any potential issues. I think that's a lot of value that we can be bringing and helping those customers produce more value of their own within their industry. So Mike and Jason, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. I think this was a great discussion. I really do hope that we'll have customers reaching out to the Reynolds sales team and through them to the two of you so that we can start helping them be more safe and address these issues. Thanks very much, Brad. Uh, We appreciate you having us on and we look forward to helping the Reynolds company uh, with all of their ARC flash needs. Thanks, Brad. Thank you again for listening to this episode of TRC Talks. For support, please see our website, reynoldsonline.com. And for those outside of our area, please visit rockwellautomation.com and you can find your authorized local distributor near you. Check our show notes for links on how to contact our team. TRC Talks is produced and hosted by Wayne Welk and Brad Freeman of The Reynolds Company. Editing and mixing for this episode were by Brad Freeman. Today's guests were Mike Lehman and Jason Dahlberg. Thank you again, and we'll see you in the next episode.
So we're live. Do you guys feel special now? Yes. Yes. Uh, absolutely. Come on. 